This is CliffCentral.com. Progressive, cultured, and brave. And now, the moment you've all been waiting for. Threaded Exchange with Sia Beile. Live on Cliff Central. Live on Cliff Central. Hello, guys. It's Sia This is the Threaded Exchange. Conversations that are brave, conversations that are cultured. You know what I'm saying? And we are live from Johannesburg to the rest of the world on the best podcast station in Africa. And of course, it's Cliff Central. And as I said to you before, guys, on social media today, um, we're going to be discussing what are the realities of being a black female entrepreneur in South Africa? Our main and shit in the corporate world. How does the love life work? How does funding work? How does social life work? As a female entrepreneur, what are the realities that you are facing? Please join in on the discussion. Um, just WhatsApp us on 079-748-2090. Um, I've got two amazing ladies, Amanda and Charmaine in studio, who are going to be telling us a bit about their business and also telling us about those realities that they face. And we're going to get into a nice debate around those issues. And of course, since I have such female power in this room, I love African females, man. I feel like as an African man, I wouldn't be the threaded man without African females. Emails. And I think this is how I need to open the show today. Great, you let me up. Hey, African women have been upgrading us for centuries. As I said to you guys before, today's topic is what are the challenges that African, young African black females who are entrepreneurs facing in South Africa? What are the challenges that they're facing? As I said to you before, I've got Shemaine and Amanda in studio. You know, like, dingum kosa. So I'm not going to say Amanda. I'm going to say Amanda. How are you doing, Amanda? I'm good. How are you doing? Sia? I'm good. Shemaine, I'm not going to say No. No, man. Hey, black people who introduce themselves to me. Hey, look at me. I'm so shy. I'm like, give me your name. <laughs> Don't do that. What, what is this thing now? Bye. Hey, I'm Shemi. I need to give you an English name. Come closer to the mic. Are you there? Can, can, you, can we hear you? Can you hear me? I can't hear you. Let me oh. check. Wait, it was off. There we go. Can I hear you? Sabotage. Yeah. You don't want me on air. There we go. There we go. second name. No, so, it's my first name. I lie. No, it's my second name. So why do you introduce yourself as Shemaine, not Kenzani? Because Shemaine is my business name. Kenzani is my personal name. I want people who know me <gasps> to be Guys, what is that? I'm Brandon. My business name is Brandon. No, totally. Wow, Brandon, no. Yeah. What you, what Brandon Bailey. <laughs> do, do you have a business name and a personal name? Um, yeah, actually, I think I do. Uh, most people call me Joe Human, which is like my business name lately. Yeah. Mm. And then it's like Joe Nawaya, which is like my personal name. So which is your real name? <laughs> Guys, it's I Joe. Like, yeah, like, <laughs> at the end of the day, it's just Joe. <laughs> I feel like all of you have alter egos and I'm the only one who seems to not have one. Oh, wow. No. Like it feels like you I have a you performance have one. name. I think you have one. You just haven't given it a name yet. Okay. Mm. The Threaded yeah. Man. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, but these How? are like, I mean, you, you guys are Conte. I mean, you can't walk around and be like, I'm Conte. But you I know? am. You, exactly, but it's a business. <laughs> but I need my own personal <laughs> okay. name. So I'm I giving know. you till the end of the show to give me a personal name. Okay. Like a nice name. I see, totally the shame. Yeah. Giving you a vendor name. But jo, before, jo, 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 jo. before I get, <laughs> give me a vendor name. That would yes. be nice. Yeah. That would be nice. Like, got you. Shh. 
I don't know. I can't even speak. I was gonna try and make up some. I can't even speak vendor, so I don't want to offend people. We got you. Don't you worry. do know like all the responsibilities that you have to like carry if you have anything related to being vendor. Yeah. <laughs> all I'm saying is Cyril is president. He's vendor, so I definitely want to be vendor right now. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll speak it right there. Like Julius Milema, the first thing he spoke when he got to the podium is all he spoke vendor. I was like, you know what's yeah. up. He did. You know yep. what's up. But before I get, I don't want to get into trouble with Amanda and Shemaine. I mean, you must see their biceps. Like, they are incredibly I fit and strong. <laughs> yeah, so let me introduce them properly. Um, Shemaine Gobeni, aka Kensani. Kensani is her personal name. So, guys, please don't call her by her personal name. She'll slap you. Um, Shemaine Gobeni, Amanda Sibia are the duo behind Conte. Yeah. And what Contain Conte is a diversified media company. Can I call it that? Yes. yes. It has a publication called Conte Magazine, which is yes. one of their products. Mm-hmm. But beyond that, there are brand builders. And most importantly, they very much are black entrepreneurs who are trying to build the art scene in South Africa. You know, mm-hmm. no one focuses, when you talk about creativity, it's always about fashion. Everyone wants to be a blogger. Sure. Everyone wants to be an artist. But no one actually talks about art. And I know fashion is art and I know music is art. But I'm talking about like, that shit you see in the gallery that doesn't look like anything, but it sells for a million. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like when you see a dot and they tell you, yo, that piece is five million rands. Yeah. No, <laughs> no focuses on actual art in South Africa. And I think I love what they're doing, especially as black people. We, we've never really gone into that space. We've had artists. I mean, George Pemba, who's one of the greatest artists to come out of South Africa, but we never really know about African artists. No one actually, you know, builds content out of that or captures that. So, you know, Shemaine and Amanda both that that that's what they do. But yes. let me read according to their bias. Shemaine <laughs> Gobeni, managing director of Conte the Agency. She fuels the business with fun, innovative ideas that builds on the company's culture and also happens to be talented, driven, creative designer. Gobeni completed a degree in illustration and digital imagery from Parsons, the New York School of Design in New York. In wow. New York. <laughs> There's Go go check out the school fees for <laughs> but while we at it. Amanda Sibia, an enthusiastic and passionate creative designer, completed a diploma in multimedia, integrated fine art, animation, graphic design from the Center of Fine Art and Design in Durban. Yeah, Valando mm. integrated fine art, animation, and graphic but design. LA. I've never heard that. Like, <laughs> these guys are highly qualified for this, time, this art shit. And then it says, both Amanda and Shaman have a passion for the creative industry and do not want to be limited to only being either fashion, graphic, or interior designer, which is why both, why they both call themselves themselves creative designers what brought them together was the desire to see more creatives collaborate with each other to change how people currently think of the creative industry this being the reason why they started their own company which is Conte did yes. I do good? yes you did the yeah. thing and it awesome. <laughs> <laughs> I find that most people don't do this but how are you doing? Let's start with Shemaine. How, uh-huh. how are you doing Shemaine? I'm actually having an amazing day thank yeah, you for yeah. asking how are you doing? I'm, I'm great <laughs> Apparently, I came out on Twitter. <laughs> 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 yeah, has come out on Twitter, so I'm doing very great. I'm always trending for things that are not true on Twitter, but it's live. Amanda, how are you doing? I am fantastic. Yeah. Yes. Are you fan? Are you fantastic? I am fantastic. I heard a rumor that you have sex once a year. Oh. <laughs> With her one partner oh that she meets once a year. Once a year. Oh my god, guys, if you could see she's got tears in her eyes. Apparently you've never met your boyfriend. <laughs> and you've been dating for like two years. Is it true? No, it's not true. Apparently you are that busy. Apparently yeah. tell, you are so busy that you've never Which met your boyfriend. Bed is this? <laughs> Shane, 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 Shane
gonna pull me out like that? I feel like in this relationship, Amanda's a very chill person. <laughs> wow. Charmaine is like, yeah. That is the funniest thing because mm, you're we're right. actually it's the opposite. It's the opposite, yeah. We're no, literally Amanda the opposite. Is the person. Hmm. It's always the ones who think like that. That's those are the ones who so go let me out ask, and turn up. Um, are you guys best friends? Can I assume you are since you're business partners? <laughs> or is this just a marriage? Because I mean, business being in a business together is like a marriage. True. Yeah, pretty much. So are you best friends? We're, we're sisters. We're sisters. We're sis- mm. Oh, wow. Yeah. It's family. It's family. We're family. Conte. Yeah, yeah. Conte. <laughs> why Conte? Why not? Right. I don't know. Like, <laughs> why, why Conte? Where does it come from? What was the, the inception of the Conte empire? Mm. Mm. Shall you tell the story? Ish. This, this honestly, no, like deep story. It's my grandmother's something, something. No, it's nothing. It's nothing deep to it. It's just yeah. the name that we liked. Mm. But also, it's like back in the day, if you're an artist child, we used to use Conte crayons. Mm. So it's like going back to the heart of you know where of you where you started. Yeah. Um, and also, it it happens to mean to tell a tale in French. Mm. So, um, we like the meaning as well. So we only discovered the meaning French? after no. Okay. We only so discovered the meaning of the song. Oh, hey. <laughs> so you already <laughs> knew that. Wow. You already knew this. <laughs> no, what I didn't. Oh, you just learned something new. Mm-hmm. Ah, I see. So but we never knew so this. You don't at know first, French so. that well. No, like. Clearly. <laughs> you're wow, not contained wow, until wow, now. Really? I've been here for a very long time. I think I've lost a lot of my French. Oh. Yeah. That's Where are you from? I'm from the Congo. That's ah. so sad. Hey. We have a lot of Congolese friends. So Is it? Yeah. Can I, I stop winning my show? Oh, I sorry. About Conte, yeah. Oh, yeah. As this I was is saying. Not <laughs> As we were saying. There's no point of orders here. Okay? They were telling their beautiful stories. We've got young female black entrepreneurs <laughs> listening Man to these ladies. You're busy telling us about you not speaking French. Wow. <laughs> Can I be great for once? I feel like so, no one wants to be, me to be great. So, like, I'm trying so to build a great platform. We tried. We tried. Sorry. We're back on track. Yeah. <laughs> back on track. Conte, yeah, means that, but we like the name. We actually had, like, a list of five names we wanted to choose from. So our colleagues at the time, we said, hey, choose names for... They didn't even know what they were choosing names for. Yeah. We just said, which one do you think is great? And Conte won. So Conte, it is... Although the funny story behind that is half of the people who actually chose the name couldn't even pronounce it. Yeah. Um, so we Conte. heard things like count, cunt, gaunt. You know, Conte. Yeah, yeah, man, we had they, they went too. everywhere. Yeah. Kunte oh, Kinte. Yeah. Oh, man, I'm Kunte Kinte. Maybe that's your, maybe that's your new name. My new name is Kunte Kinte. <laughs> there we go. There goes the villain name. So, and what year was this? This was 2014. Yeah. And is it when after you guys had finished your studies that you came to like, I, I just want to find the dynamics of, did you guys know each other before Mm-mm. you started no. the business? How no. did you guys get to know each other? And yes. how does it fall within your study layovers? Um, okay, we, we actually graduated at the same time, I think, 20, uh, 2013, 2013, right? Yeah. Um, and then we worked, I worked somewhere else and stuff. And then um, we met at the same job that we started in 2014 mm-hmm. um, in August. Mm-hmm. And we worked there for three months before we started the business. So we only knew each other for three months. Mm. Yeah. So mm-hmm. it's, it's actually a unique story because people are like, I need to have known this person forever or it's someone I don't know at yeah. all. So it was, a, it was a nice way to start, you know, the yeah. relationship. Yeah. What were some of the challenges when you guys were starting this business? Like, mm. 
walk us through like you're now saying okay we fucking hate our jobs like you know when you work for someone you're like oh my god i disagree with what they're doing yeah. like i can start my own company mm-hmm. so like now you start your own company mm-hmm. what are the realities that you're fa- facing for example funding yeah you know as as young black females were you able to apply for a grant and receive one or not um when you were starting was it easy to get clients um you know, were people flirting with you instead of getting business from? <laughs> no, seriously, I want to yeah, talk about real. these things that female that females face in terms of business. Mm. Walk us through that whole the first year. What was it like? It was interesting. Mm. <laughs> it was interesting because it was such a new experience for both Shermaine and I, yeah. and especially because we're we're getting to know each other during the process of getting to know the business. So it was quite quite an interesting year. I think it was fun because it was new experiences and. Um, challenging ones as well. So I remember us being broke half the time. Mm. So <laughs> mm. having to having to make our vision come to life literally took every th- single thing from us. But yeah. um, I think what we both possessed was the fact that we loved what we were doing. So we were willing to be broke for it. Mm. So it was it was it was struggle. I think the first day I remember hiding. We were eating like um, very cheap things. <laughs> I will tell this it's story okay. today. Cheap no, lol. no, tell it, guys. Lol. We were we were eating cheap lol, <laughs> and like we were hungry, obviously. But you know, because you're trying to, you know, have this image. It's like, no, I own a business, can't be eating this. <laughs> but you hide eating these things, and you're hiding there at Forty Four Stanley, and it was just funny, actually. Yeah. But um, you you do the most damned damnedest things mm. to kind of get what you want to do. Yeah, and I mean also the story about. Uh, men flirting with us for stuff yeah no we got you know a lot of people saying they want to work with us oh my god you guys are Mm. fantastic and then we go to a meeting and next thing we know we know we're on a date and it's like how was this not a meeting bruh like what's happening you know next thing you know um people are forgetting that they asked to work with us now they want to like link up let's go out for a drink how but I thought you said you wanted a logo. Yeah. <laughs> like, what's happening? You know, um, so that that happened quite often. Um, I, I can say it still happens till today. Yeah, it does actually. You but know? how does like the thing is? I also feel like as men, especially African men, we have a very huge responsibility, especially mm. with our, our women, because mm-hmm. I I stand strong that the transformation of Africa is in the hands of women. Mm-hmm. Literally. Like yeah. I even think with my business, the, the, in the next five years at most, I have to step down and put a woman to drive this ship because I believe that's where the world is going. Mm-hmm. And for this show today, I really want you guys to be as vocal as you can be about these struggles. Mm. I know it's easy to joke about them, but it's also <laughs> yeah. quite serious and yeah. it can be very uncomfortable. And I want you guys to walk us through those uncomfortable things like mm. be, so that as men, we can understand and be better and learn. Yeah. Because sometimes you, as men, we come from a culture where we feel like we can just say certain things because that's how we were taught or that's how we talk. And sometimes we think that's cool. Yeah. You know mm. what I'm saying? And I think... You know, you guys being young female entrepreneurs, it's also a platform for you guys to now speak out against these other female entrepreneurs who think that kind of behavior might be okay, but yeah. it's making them feel uncomfortable yeah. and they're just ignoring it. Yeah. You know, we want to shake the table. <laughs> we want to shake the table now. So how do those things make you feel? And do you feel you've lost business because you've refused to flirt with a client? Yeah. Um, you know what? I don't even think, I don't want to look at it as losing business, you know? Yeah. Um, 
wasn't meant to be. Like, if you weren't serious, like, don't step up in my space, you know? Yeah. Um, content means everything to me. Business means everything to me. And I want to be respected in the game for having put my foot forward, my best foot forward, you know, when it comes to business. So when a man comes and approaches me with an angle that you're coming to me for my business, you, you're messing with my food. Mm. Don't mess with my food. Yeah, shop, you can take me out for dinner, but that doesn't pay my bills. I'm not, I don't care for your dinner. I want to pay my bills. I want to pay my dues. So mm. I, I need the same respect. If I'm going to respect you in that way, I need you to respect me in the same way. And the thing that men fail to do nowadays is you look at a woman and you think, ah, what does she know? You know, she, mm. she hasn't been in the game for long enough. She doesn't know anything. It's still a very male dominated world. So, you know, we're always, it's always, there's always something condescending about a man stepping up to a woman in business. So we're constantly fighting twice more than we should be just to be seen, just to be recognized and just to be respected. And it shouldn't be like that. You know, like if you're going to respect your mom, who's going to beat your ass for like, <laughs> you know, being disrespectful. Try and respect the next sister, the person you meet, because what, what we're supposed to be like family when we're out there in the world fighting for each other. Mm. Let's be like the Jews. Like, let's all come, <laughs> come together, together and work together. Let's yeah. respect each other. How you are know? you, how are you guys actually defying those, those situations? Like, in terms of your business and let's say how you strategize your business, how, how you defying what society thinks of female businesses or female entrepreneurs? Mm. Um, I think the one way we're doing that is by producing good shit. Mm. Because mm. if ever you're gonna come to me just because I'm woman, I'm, I'm a woman, then my work is not good enough. But you need to come to me because my work is good, and we pride ourselves in providing and literally developing the most fantastic things ever. Mm. So that you're not coming to me because oh she's pretty, I think I yeah. can get something mm. from her, or hey whatever. But there's no altered alternative motive, but. These people do great work. So I think that's how we define it. It's like if ever something looks like it's not coming into the business for the work, then it's not worth it for us. So I think there's, there's just like that very thin line between True. do I take it, do I not? Is it beneficial for the businesses? If not, is it beneficial for me as a person? Because you need to remember as much as you have a business and you own a business, you are a person mm. at the end of the day. And if you feel defound or if you feel like your values have been stripped away from you from something that's happening in business, then baby girl, take care of yourself. Yeah. So if ever you're saying, listen, I'm going to do anything for my business, you need to have those boundaries. It's like, okay, I will do anything for my business. But if it means I need to go sleep with someone to get something, then your values are kind of, you know, skewed a bit. Mm. Yeah. Now, as you were saying before, when you started your business, you're also getting to know each other. Yeah. yeah. And I'm sure... Mursa fights happen. Hectic, hectic <laughs> fights. Fight. <laughs> like we're out here as cat fights. No, no, no. I mean, as in like, like, I've been through it where when you start a business with someone, mm. after three months, that whole we love each other vibe is not necessarily over, but now you start, a lot Just of things start real. to happen. You yeah. know, when people are frustrated, they act differently. The energy, you both broke at the same time. Amen. It looks like it's the end. So the only mm. outlet you have is the, your partner. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. that your partner serves an outlet, but then, that's how that's when conflicts take place. Mm. What I love about you guys is that the fact that you're still here yeah. shows that you <laughs> were able to overcome those conflicts. Yeah. It also shows that you were loyal to each other. Yeah. And one of the most painful things that I watch on a daily basis in South Africa, especially on social media and in the media, is females who, who are just tearing each other apart. Mm. You know, women will come together and say men and shit. 
But then at the same time, men will look and laugh at women because it's the same women that drag each other yeah, over yeah. men on Instagram. It's women mm-hmm. who have been business partners and like, yeah, you haven't paid me, fuck you, mm-hmm. or you stole my business. Like women on a day, I see it on daily basis where women consistently drag each other. Yeah. What has kept you guys strong? What has kept you guys connected when they had those tough moments where you're like, fuck, I hate Amanda. Like she's <laughs> annoying. Or when you think Shemaine is annoying. What has made you say, you know what? Let's fix it. Let's keep going. Mm. I want to start by saying when we first got here and the first question you asked is if we're best friends. And as much as I'd like to say we're best friends, we're family first. And the thing is, I've fought with my brother all my life, but now I can say he's my best friend. And the reason why I can get to that point is because we looked at each other as family uh, Mm -hmm. against all odds. Like... Yes, we, we might see things differently. Yes, we might go apart, but we will always come back together because it's a family thing. Like, you know, um, our families know each other. We, we are basically <laughs> married. You know, they know each other. We know each other. There you know, it's a whole, whole negotiation. Thing, you know, exactly. <laughs> so the reason why we're able to come back to it, um, is because of the fact that I look at her as my sister. You know, I can't afford to lose my sister. So she can, Yo, get on my nerves. But you know what? At the end of the day, I don't see myself doing it with anybody else, Mm. you know? Um, and, and, and I just have a lot of respect for her. So yeah. And I think think that's, sorry. sorry. (laughs) (laughs) And I think that's, that's very important with when building a business, like finding the right partner. Because Mm. if, if you get into bed with someone that doesn't understand the vision or doesn't actually see where this might go, they'll leave for ulterior motives. So if you guys are not making money, if we broke, like, fuck this, I'm out, out, you know, but if you can find someone that will struggle with you and eat what you eat and go through your pain, Mm. but still have the same vision, and like that, just have that intuition to say, look, I know this is not where we want to be right now, mm-hmm. but this is where we're going. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think that is, that, that is one of a key, um, gifts to actually building a sustainable business. Yeah. That's you what's know? important. I think, um, from what picking up from what Shemaine is saying is that I think for both her and I, it's that we don't see doing it with anyone else mm. because I, like no one is going to understand Conti like Shemaine understands it and neither is anyone going to understand Amanda like Charmaine understands Amanda and vice versa so having to say you let me find someone else yeah man like where am I going to start where I like I would literally kill the person for not being Charmaine Mm -hmm. I'm like come on can you be Charmaine right now because I don't see Kante being anywhere else if it was just me or if it was just her like it just works the way it does and because we know it works and we've heard a lot of people say you're bad guys like you guys are just like a hand in a glove Mm -hmm. and because we know how it works it we're willing to like stick it out for whatever and the whole family thing is like literally the truth wow wow this is incredible guys like i'm so blown away like i feel like just keep talking it just keeps speaking to me so guys everybody still is buzzing now on social media everyone's loving what you guys are talking about and everyone is feeling very inspired if you want to join um the discussion please just uh tweet us on thread exchange and the exchange is x and then change um you can also go on cliffcentral.com on twitter um whatsapp us on 079-748-2090 ask me questions um engage with us tell us what are, what are the, the realities that you're facing in your business today and we'll catch up with these ladies because I've got another song that I want to dedicate to them and it's called <laughs> Magic by Lauren Vula.
We are back on the Threaded Exchange live on Cliff Central. And in studio, we are still talking to these two beautiful young ladies, Amanda and Charmaine from Conte Creatives. And I'm just very curious, like, to find out how do you guys manage your social life and your family lives? Because I know entrepreneurship is very crazy. We hardly ever have time, you know, to actually be at home. But, um, how do you guys balance that? Do you have siblings that you guys are looking after? Because especially for women growing up, um, we look at you guys as mothers, you know, we look at you guys as people that need to nurture us. So how do you guys balance that entrepreneurial life with family? Um, I think we finally figured it out. Like it took us three years. We've been doing this for three years now and we're going for our fourth. So I'm just really excited about that. I can say that I've been in business for four years, but, um, it took us a while because the first year we were playing around. We we're just mm. having fun. Second year it got serious. We just focused solely on that. The third year, that's when we started to see what we want outside of the business, um, just on a personal footing. And I think that's probably when uh, relationships started to play a part in our lives, <laughs> um, you know. Uh, and then obviously family has always been a key point. I think our families have supported everything we do. They add every single event. Mm. They don't miss mm. anything. So um, we just have a very, very good supportive system. So yeah. that keeps us going. And for you, Amanda? Hey, family mm. now. Mm. Let me take a video of myself saying this. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> can, you see, can you see the personalities now? Yeah. Mm. Slay okay. us. No, Slay it's all about us. that. We are your dragons. Yes. <laughs> no, but uh, social life, hey. Like, I think I always had a social life, but it kind of disappears at the same time when you're trying to build a business. Mm. So your business becomes your social life. Mm. So our events were the only times we're like, yes, Charmaine, we're going out, but <laughs> it's your event. So, hey, don't do that. So you're still, you're managing and eventing at the same time. So your social life becomes your, your, I mean, your business life is your social life. Yeah. So we get, we get invited to some events like, yes, a chance to go out. <laughs> so the two are mixed, you know, but, um, like Charmaine saying, like, over the years, you need to find a balance as in like, okay, this is business, this is personal, this is whatever, this is whatever. Whereas it's not that you're neglecting one and taking care of the one more, but you're finding a balance mm. of this is my life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So for me, social life is, is all over the place. Just going but, back to know. what Charmaine was saying about where, um, an actual relationship started, um, yes. forming. One. Like, I'm very interested to know, um, how do you manage that? Because for me personally, like, I think entrepreneurs need someone that's going to be on their A game all the time too, because we're always that, like, we've got this drive and this energy to always just succeed and make shit happen. So if you find a partner that's really not at that level, mm-hmm. um, do you think that it, 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 it'll affect your creativity and your drive towards achieving what you want? Um, yeah, like I think, uh, one thing I can, I don't know if I, let me stop speaking for us. Let me speak for myself. <laughs> <laughs> um, find a partner who understands what you're doing, you know, and, and not just that, cause it's one thing to say, no, I understand, but, yeah. you know, um, the people I've find myself with are entrepreneurs too. You know, so there's always at the same day, they want the same things for themselves as much as I want that for myself. So there's the individual and then there's the couple. Um, so, so that balance is good. And, you know, some, sometimes it, it doesn't work if you find someone who's at a nine to five. They don't get it. They'll never <laughs> get it. Like, they will say they understand. If you have a nine to five, you don't get it. Do <laughs> you just tell the whole country they don't get it? Wait, hold on. If you have a nine to five, in a relationship with an entrepreneur, mm. 
you won't get it. Like if you're dating a man who's an entrepreneur, sometimes he's not making any money. Sometimes mm. he really isn't. And if you're making all the money, you're going to be like, hey, man, why don't, why don't you just find a job? Like, what's your problem? You know, yeah. are you telling me they're yeah, going to understand sense. that? They yeah. don't get it, you mm. know, and it's not to, it's not to discredit them, but then it's just to say that it's two different human beings. They want different things, you know, it's not for everybody. <laughs> yes, <laughs> getting props out here. <laughs> Can I ask you something? Can you give us a guide, you know? Men will say, "Oh, I want a boss bitch and all these things," but the reality is that they can't handle a boss. They cannot. So, can I ask something? If I'm at home listening and I wanna date a businesswoman, how do I qualify? What do you guys look for in a partner? You know, because I meet a lot of females who are in corporate, who are doctors, who are accountants, all these things, and most of the time they are either single or married. They're never dating. Do you guys date, <laughs> or does a guy be like, "Yo, I think you're popping. Let me put a ring on it." Like, how does dating look like for a business woman who's black in 2018? It doesn't. <laughs> ah, yeah, it's different for each and every person. I must yeah. say, um, what works for Charmaine might not work for me, might not work for you, might not work for, you know, like it, I think it's different. And I think depending on your personality, if you want to have that person, cause sometimes uh, a significant other doesn't give the next person a balance. Like for mm. me, maybe like I'm not saying this is me, but let me just scenario your example. <laughs> if ever <laughs> I'm saying that a relationship for me does not, does not balance me. But then it might balance Charmaine. Mm. That's different for, for each and every person. So I won't say that go, go ahead, go date a boss woman. Like you might not be able to handle it because there is a lot that comes with it. Like yeah. if I can't talk to you at 11 o'clock because I'm busy with a proposal, deal with it. It's not going to happen. If you're not go out and watch Black Panther on Friday, sweetie pie, I'm busy. Mm. Okay. So. There's, there's a balance to it. You need to understand it. You need to have like a backbone of note. You need to be selfless. You need to be self. What's the other one? Selfish at, at, at the, the same, same time. time. Yeah. So it's, it's quite difficult, but you know, when you find the right person, I guess it gets easier. Yeah. I think wow. that's when alphas come into play. Like if as an alpha woman, I want an alpha man. You're like, but like yeah. don't let me, don't let me handle you. Let's handle each other, you know, mm. because then, and yeah. then come on now. Wow. That, that, <laughs> but the thing is, like, you say you wanted alpha male. Like, I feel like, you know, as men, we are dumb. We all think we're alpha males. <laughs> I, I'm like, so what, what does an alpha male look alpha like? Male? Like, what, what, what does that mean? Is that a guy who's big, who looks like the Hulk? Or is that a guy who's just sure of himself? <laughs> yeah. Is, does, does he fight for you? Like, what is an alpha male like? Does he have money? Does, you know, you're like, babe, I love that shopping center. He buys you the shopping center because it's an alpha male. So what does an alpha male look what like? What do they bring to the table? What does, yes, what does no, an alpha male bring to the table? I think an alpha male is a person who can handle his woman. Yes. No Ooh. matter in what sense. Eat her in bed, make her happy. La, la, la. Yes. It doesn't matter. Take care if of you me. can handle me, you are alpha male. I to always me. argue. Yeah. Let's have this. I always argue. Like, when, as men, eh, mm. there's two, right now as men, our views when it comes to dating, there's two views at the moment that yeah. I feel, even amongst my friend, where there's this motion that as men, when we date women, we're always expected to bring monetary requirements to the table. Mm. 
Mm. That's what men think. Mm. Men think, especially that's how, that's the discussion where men are like, listen, women don't want broke men. And there's been a lot of females who have said, I don't want a broke nigga. I don't have time <laughs> for a broke nigga. But for me, when we talk about looking after a female, I think for me, a guy can have money, but not look after his female. Yeah. It's for me, looking after is not about me buying your possessions, but it's about, am I there when you have self doubt? Yeah. Am I there when yeah. you need someone to cry on? You know, am I there when you need the best sex in the world? Am I there when you have, when I have an intellectual debate? Am I your biggest cheerleader? Am I making you better? Am I growing your mind? Am I growing your world? Am I changing your, your perspective? Mm-hmm. Most importantly, are we evolving together? That's mm. what I think when women say provide. I don't yeah. think most of the time, or even half of the time, I don't think they're saying provide in terms of money. I think they're saying be there for me. Yeah. Be there for me. Yeah. Support me. Be loyal to me. Look yeah. after me. You know, and most men think, it's about money and all these things. And there's probably guys who disagree and like, yo, no, dude, I know some females who want money. So for, for you guys, what is, what, what is it that men should bring to the table? Do, does a guy having a big bank account, do you think about that? Is it a big thing since you're an entrepreneur or you just want a guy who's just going to be himself and be there for you no matter what? Okay. I'm going to, I'm going to give you a bit of a personal story here, which is, um, I've had a guy with a load of money load of it who kind of sold me a life you know who is like yazzy and and mind me when i say i had a guy I didn't have him like he was in my life you know? and <laughs> he <laughs> and um he sold me a, a, a dream basically he was like no you know i know you like range rovers you know you can have this range mm-hmm. imagine you coming out of that range oh, with these like louboutins and 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 you know you're dressed in this Bomb-ass outfits and all that stuff And you're just living this life But at the same time his personality Was the type of but that's my money You know mm. um, Oh you you enjoying this Yeah with my money um, This that and that with my money And and I don't, I don't want to be in a situation like that With anybody um, That's why I think I became an entrepreneur Myself because I was like No I want my money But when we come together it's our money you know, we worked hard for both of us, you know. Um, so, so for me, money, as much as we all love money, I love money. I like making it. I like spending it, but I'm not going to go find a man who has money because I, I want, I want a different kind of relationship. You know, I want a respectful relationship. I want to, uh, uh, I want it to be a collaboration. I want us to work hard together, basically. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't like being owned. Like, don't own me. Like, uh, I, I just said I'm an alpha woman, so don't owe me. Um, yeah, so money to me is it's it's something I can make myself. You hear it here first. <laughs> money is something she can make for herself. Mm-hmm. Now, female friends, mm. how does that work? So, for example, I mean, you are 24 now, right? Mm, yes. The, the reason I'm asking, I'm actually not even female friends. Let me just say friends in general. Yeah, you yeah. know, when you start a business, it sort of matures you much quicker. Yeah, One of the things that I learned, especially with my friends, it's something that I've had to be like, <laughs> you know, you're facing a huge challenge where you're broke. You're a million rands in debt. Mm. Your friend is talking to you about how his crush doesn't love him and he's crying. Yeah. <laughs> how do you, wow. I used to go through this where I'm like, me and my friends are not on the same chapter. And I've lost a lot of friends where, their problem versus mine are just different. Yeah. You know, most of the, when I, I was 20 when I started my business, so my friends are still second year in varsity. Mm. They're still in that life. I'm 20 years old. I remember I was in 3 million in debt with my business at the time. Oh, damn. Do you get what I'm saying? And yeah. it's like, yo, I'm fighting to survive. They're like, <laughs> 
I'm depressed about this test. And you're just like, I wish I had a test. Like, <laughs> you know? Can I have so a like, test? has it affected your relationships in that sense of like point of relation, especially with people your age? Mm. And now do you find yourself being friends with older people? And is that better? <laughs> I mean, she is old. she is friends with an older person right Yo, now. Yo, let me so. tell you a story. Old I mean, Shemaine, you, you're not old, so I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> I'm, I'm okay. about to, I'm about to go through my dirty thirty, so um, I'm very excited about. You're 28. That. I'm 29. Yeah, since mm. when? <laughs> since when last did you talk to me, other than today? Today, yesterday. <laughs> yesterday we spoke yesterday. Okay, we well I'm 29. Yesterday. Oh, stop it. Yes, yeah, Amanda. <laughs> Yeah, what's funny is that all my friends are older than me. Yeah. Zwap, all of them. I only have one friend who I'm the same age with. How old? So, <laughs> 24. Who, I'm 24, right? Uh, one of them, my closest friend is Charmaine. She's 29, like she said. <laughs> I've got a friend whose name is B, who speaks her mind like another Yo. thing. And she's 30-something. Um, I spend a lot of time with my aunt who's close to her 40s. Um. Like oh, most of my friends are older than me, but I don't have a lot of friends. I don't have like yes. When I have a party, it's probably gonna be like. So when you have a party, it's five it. people and they're drinking green tea. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so you're not like that. Listen, I have a lot of people who know me and who want to know me, yeah. but mm. I, I choose. There's many people who want to know me, but they can't know me. Yes. They can't. I mean, ask her how many friends she has. Like, people who follow her are like, Amanda, please delete this person so you can add me as a friend. <laughs> okay, guys, I'm not famous, right? but I, I just, I'm very selective when it comes to the closest friends that I have. Mm-hmm. And I think it's something very important when you're in business as well that you need to be selective. You can't be friends with the nation based. Like, you need to choose people who are either going to build you or are going to challenge you or are literally with you all the yeah. way. Mm. So you can't just have like a friend list of like 25,000 people. And it's like, but why do you yeah. have so many people? Like why? Yeah. I also think one of the times, I mean, I don't know if you'll, you'll agree with me, but mm. I always find it like you are what you eat. And I don't mean Imagine. that in a sexual way or a food <laughs> manner. Why but I also, <laughs> no, I'm just saying, cause people on Twitter are like, we'll see so many sexual innuendos, but I'm just speaking like, you are what you eat. You also are what you eat in terms of who you consume. And I mean, who you consume in terms of yeah. who's influencing you on a daily mm. basis? Who are you having conversations with? Who are you allowing you into your life? Where are you opening up to? And I find that most of your time, the friends around you are very important to your journey very. and your success. Mm. And most of the time, I've seen a lot of friendships that I'm like, Hey, Mara, this doesn't not make sense. <laughs> yeah. And then three months later, there's a whole big fight, and the person's career goes down, and the friendship goes down. Mm. Yeah. So, how do you guys select friends? What's the advice on selecting friends, and how how do you know that okay, cool, this is the right person for my space. This is not the right person for my space. And I think a lot of people struggle with that. Mm. I feel like I've been blessed with the kind of friendships I have. I I am the type to have friends, a lot of friends. You know, I've I'm friends with the nation, or the nation's friends with me. I don't know. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I've also known these people for years. When I speak about my friendships, I'm talking about people I've known for twelve years, for seven years, for twenty mm. years, etc. Um, you know, some of my friends are celebrities, but I've known them even before they became celebrities. So that's when you know that you've got real. Real children. Yeah, like, you know, you ride for each other and they are extremely supportive. I love watching my friends grow because their growth is part of my growth mm. and vice versa. So, I mean, right now, um, we're working on this amazing project that's coming out soon and I'm excited about it with a friend I've known for years. And, you know, that's important. Like, 
sharing those kind of like experiences and sharing those kind of successes with people who are like family to you is what's important. And that's what people are missing. You know, that's why friendships break because they were actually just friends with you and Jay because, you know, Sia's cool. You know, mm, let me just yeah. be friends with Sia. Yo, guys, when I was rich, I had a lot of friends. Yeah, of course you did. <laughs> I was popping boys that would now, yo, grab my hand. And they gone, right? Everyone you know? went to Twitter. Guys, yeah. everyone went to Twitter. But yeah, uh, Sia was spending that money. You decide who you want. Like, literally, you, a person can decide whether you want to be with that person or yeah. not in literally 30 seconds when you meet the person. Mm. So yeah. for me, I make that decision literally instantly. It's like mm. in the first 30 seconds, I don't vibe with you. Go get your other life somewhere else. So yeah. I vibe with Charmaine literally first 30 seconds meeting her. So yeah. that's why we're still here. If the other ones, I was like, ah. We vibed at first sight, didn't we? Oh. Yeah, we yeah. did. No, I mean, she's good people. Like, <laughs> I vibed with Joe when I met him. I was like, good people. I vibed with you when I met you. Like, yeah. don't be spicy, guys. Not everything I say is spicy. Come on. Say, if I get out of meds. Charmaine mentioned something very um, interesting. You, you you spoke about celebrating your successes yeah. with your friends. Yeah. Um, so now I want to actually speak of the opposite side, which is failure. How do you mm. deal with the fear of failure? Because starting a business, you you have to know that, hey, sometimes shit won't go the way that I want it to mm-hmm. go. How do you deal with that fear? I'm actually glad you uh, brought that up because it's something we started discussing, I think, sometime last year. Because, mm. yeah, last year... Let's just say we went through the deepest. Please give me a quotable for for Twitter. Just saying. Just give me a quotable while you talk about this. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Like, yeah, last year, Shem, you know, we, we, we saw our lives. You know, we, we saw the bottom of the bottom of the pit, basically. And the thing, the problem that entrepreneurs face is we're not vocal about that stuff. We True. don't want to bring up the issues. We want to bring up the successes. Mm. So... I mean, we're already like that in a, a public platform. It's worse when it comes to friendships. I don't want to tell my friends that, yo, guys, it's rough, mm-hmm. hey? Good mm-hmm. rough, it's tough. Um, we, we, we struggle with that. So to be honest, I feel like, and, and my friends have done the same. We don't usually tell each other when it's happening that, hey, bro, I'm going through the, the worst. We only tell each other after, like, yo, yo, a, a month ago, mm-hmm. I was going through some deep stuff. I was like, why don't you tell me? Um, which has happened quite often. So, so it's hard to support each other if we don't let each other in. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and I'm just talking in general now as well, because I, I, I want to tell the public that, yo, guys, this is not for everyone. Like it's tough. It's really, really tough, but you stick through it because you want it so badly. Mm. Um, but yeah, no, uh, I, I support my friends through everything. So when you're failing, I'm there. Like, you know, when, when she's failing, I'm there, you know? So, um, and also half the time when she's failing, I'm failing too. So, <laughs> it's actually so uh, crazy. Like, I just think 2017 was a bad year for everyone. Yeah. Like, everyone's just like. Guys, don't you feel like 2017 was like that ex that will never go away? Like, yeah. everything yeah. just fucking came out the woodworks. Dude, like, like, you're broke here. Like, someone who fucked you over like three years ago is calling. Like, everything you thought you knew is like a complete lie. Like, 2017 yeah. was the best year of my life because of all those struggles. I feel mm. better that I went through them. Uh, but you must just know that failure is an opportunity, hey? Like, failure is that one thing that says, okay, it didn't work that way. Let's see how it can now work. Mm. So it's like, okay, let's see. Let's not do that anymore. Yeah. Let's find another way to kind of restructure and re-strategize. What, what are we doing? So if, you, if you're going to fail and like give up on yourself, it's like, oh, damn it. Mm. I failed, mama. Mm. You know, mm. and go back home and cry and say it's over. I, then you're not you're not fit for it. But if you're gonna say and you're gonna fail and and look at that as an opportunity, then maybe you know maybe you should be an entrepreneur. Hmm. Yeah, failure is growth. 
So let me before we we're gonna end the show in the next five minutes because I have another song and I'll tune out it. But I want you guys to tell me five things that you feel that people don't know about being an entrepreneur <laughs> and be mm. as explicit as possible. What are the five things that people have no idea? Where people are like, oh, I want to be an entrepreneur, and you think, fuck. So, what are the five things that you feel, even that also surprised you, where you're like, yo, this is heavy. Like, if I knew this, maybe I wouldn't have done it. <laughs> what are the five realities that have shocked you in the system? Or that could be a certain failure that you never saw coming, but yeah. what are the five realities of being an entrepreneur that really, really mm. knocked your socks off? Yo, I think number one, at some point you will be broke. <laughs> and you need to be okay with that. And also be okay with um, working your ass off to not be broke again. Yeah. Um, I want to word what she said in a different way, right? It's not in, not in some point you'll be broke. You broke most of the time. You know, <laughs> the money you get is not yours. It's the business. <laughs> so, so, so yeah, you broke every day until you become a Jay-Z and Beyonce. Um, and then one thing is, uh, don't believe the hype and funding. Um, or, or let me say, let me say investments. If you can, if your business can fund itself, keep pushing that because the truth is some, not, not everybody's out to what you win. Hey, like some people have their own ulterior motives. Yep. We learned that last year. Um, you know, we're learning <laughs> it now. Uh, uh, if I can take back investment money, I would do it. Yes. I just put that out there if for the world listen. to know. Um, you know, <laughs> Like, it's not always what it is. Some people just don't have good intentions and you really need to be careful about that. And I'm specifically speaking about black entrepreneurs. Um, the fact that we're the type of people who walk into business, we don't have, um, people in accounting. We don't have legal teams. We don't have this and that and that. They know that and they will use that against you because they know, you need me. I've got mm. money. You need mm. me. Don't ever fight. It's like a relationship. Don't be in a relationship with someone you'll always need. Like, you know, do it on your own first. See if you can do it and then work towards it and always be on top of your stuff. So if you get investment, guys, get a legal team. Honestly, get a legal team to look through every single thing with you. Don't fall for it. That's, that's the biggest, most important mm. advice I'd give yeah. any entrepreneur who starts business. Like, it's just money, but, but your business is yours, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And I think without passion, you won't make it. Mm-hmm. If you don't love what you do, babes. So I can say another point is another thing about the thing that has kept, so people always ask like, what has kept you strong? What has kept you when you're hungry and you don't have money? And it's just simple thing. It's passion. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Like there's one thing that, that I've lost so much money. I've lost a lot of things. I've made a lot of sacrifices with my business. But damn, God has blessed me, man. Like, I wake up every day. I get to do what the fuck I love. Mm. And yeah. I'm good at it. Like, yeah. I get to live my honesty. And no one can, and no one with money can buy that from me. Nobody. Amen. No one, guys, we're running out of time. Ah, man. They're looking at Palisa. Like, Palisa and I, I feel like we have this connection. <laughs> yes. And I've been crying about how single I am. Everyone's like, oh, see ya. But guys, I've been single forever. But like, she just came out, so. So, Palisa, Palisa, where's Palisa? Palisa, come into the studio and say hi to the people. Guys, can we start a petition? For Palisa Hashtag yeah, pa- please. Palisa please date Sia <laughs> And yes she's a woman Guys, guys Closing woman. remarks What advice can you give To young black female entrepreneurs Right now Starting with Amanda 
keep the passion and do what you love. Yo, same thing. Like <laughs> just, just, just love it. You're just like love it, and <laughs> you, you can't quit. Can't yeah. quit. Don't quit. Don't quit. Can't quit. Mm. Guys, thank you so much yeah. for joining us today. Any last words from you, Joe? Joe is going to be joining me once a month. Yeah. And we're going to be I'm carrying really these debates. Crazy. Um, the best advice that I can give anyone today is wear shades every day. Yeah. <laughs> Guys, where okay. can people find you? So, Conte Magazine on Twitter, Conte Magazine on Facebook, yes. Conte Magazine all over, Conte, Conte, yes. all over Conte, the world. Conte, Conte, Conte. Guys, yeah. thank you so much for tuning in. I'm Sia Beyile, and this is, of course, the Thread Exchange. And I'd like to say thank you so much to our beautiful and most importantly, intelligent mm-hmm. businesswoman who I believe are going to lead Africa very, very well, you know. Yeah. And I look at, I watch the Black Panther, I'm like, that's where Africa's going. <laughs> and, you know, I look at people like you and I'm like, we're building that Africa. You are building that Africa. Forever, yes. And I want to say to young black females out there who are entrepreneurs, you can make it, you can do it. Please, mm-hmm. if you need advice, reach out to Shemaine and Amanda and I'm sure yeah. they'd love to help you. And I'm sure you can find their details on their website. I'm Sia Beile. This is the Thread Exchange on the world's best Mm. Uh, online radio station, Cliff yes. Central. Yes. I'm out. This is CliffCentral.com.